At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. Yo, what up? We got a good show today. It's Wednesday, hump day, and a lot to go over over the next hour. Brian Edwards, college football handicapper, is going to be with us 30 minutes from now. Get his insights on a week, college football card overall, but a deep SEC card this coming weekend. And Brian Edwards, his fingerprints all over the SEC when it comes to his handicap. This is a pretty good college football card. Yeah, you think so? Not. I, I, you, I, you, you don't got... have top ten matchups necessarily, but uh, I think uh, a pretty good betting card and uh, some games I'm looking forward to. Uh, I thought last week's card looked uh, rather weak on paper. It turned out to be yep. wild, uh, and uh, you never you never know how these things are going to turn out. I'm looking forward to the college football week every week, uh, but. I think baseball right now has to take uh, the spotlight because Dodgers, Giants, you got two teams one. 107, 106 games are going to a game five in San Francisco. Doesn't get much better than that. Yep. So if you want, let's start there then. Because the postseason rules all. You mentioned it as uh, the Dodgers get a pretty big win, comfortable win over the San Francisco Giants. But, you know, as we look at these like, game-to-game matchups, this is something that you and I discussed yesterday, right? Like, eh, you know what, Desclafani, not sure you, that's the guy you want to go to war with, right? If you're betting on this series, you can take your shot with San Francisco. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'll follow up that point. Brady yep. Cannon walked in here yesterday after the show for the Long Shots golf show. We're going to mm-hmm. tape it, and he's a Giants fan. He's like, you know, I really like the Giants' chances tonight. And I said, well... You know, De Scalfani's been bombed by the Dodgers a couple times, right? Yeah. And he goes, did he? Yeah. So, again, it didn't surprise me to see him get lit up again. He gave up five hits 
and one and two-thirds and had to be pulled early just so the Giants could stay in the game. Yep, and the bullpen was doing as much as it could, but the, the big difference here was Walker Bueller over a short stint was really good for this team. Uh, four and a third, three hits, just one and run. A command was a little shaky, walked two guys, yeah. four strikeouts as well. Uh, and th- that's kind of been the deal with Bueller this year. It's been odd. Like, his strikeouts are really down this year, uh, about two and a half fewer strikeouts every nine innings. Contact is up, but he still has been getting by, and you right. kind of saw that here. And I th- obviously, I think the moment from last night was Joe Kelly coming in all right, with some traffic on the base pass, allowing the bases to get loaded, but still getting out of that by only giving up one run. No doubt. And, and that really made the difference. But in the, the Giants, you got to take advantage of that. When you got runners on Ooh. second and third with just one out, you got to be able to at least put up more than one run in those situations. Ultimately, they don't, and I think that's a big reason why they lost last night. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I thought the same thing. This is a, the key juncture of the game is the Giants don't get at least two runs here. I don't think they're going to win. They got one. And boom, they end up getting blown out 7-2 to two last night. Game does go over the total. And, uh, oh man, I'm looking forward to game five. This is yep. going to be good. And winner take all game five. So right now, we this thing essentially opened a pick pretty much everywhere you look. Some spots, you know, like the slight lean toward Giants at minus 108, whatever it was. Across the board right now, you're either looking at minus 110, even money, which is courtesy of the Superbook, minus 108, minus 102 over at Circa. This is going to be floating around a pick for a really long time and for good reason. You know, it's funny, with a pitching staff that has Walker Bueller and Max Scherzer, maybe the most consistent dude over the last few months has been Julio Urias, like a low-key MVP for the Los Angeles Dodgers. How many guys in baseball won 20 games? Right. I I mean, I don't think any, did they? Was it Urias and that was it? That's it. Right? Urias has been absolutely fantastic for this team. Every bit of the high-end prospect that he was when he came into the league. And he did face this team, right? A couple of days ago, five innings, three hits, one earned run against the San Francisco Giants. That was in San Francisco, struck out five, performed extremely well against them. And, it, you know, it's funny. When you look at this, the Dodgers have been a highly power-rated team. The market seems to finally be coming around, though, right? Mm-hmm. You were catching big plus prices with the Giants in one of those games uh, at home. Now you're back at home, and it's hovering near a pick. And I got to tell you, I, I like the San Francisco team. I like Alex Wood and the way that he has been pitching. But Julio Arias is going to give this team a fantastic chance. The Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah, it's not just him. If uh, if Urias starts to get hit a little bit, if he's a little shaky at some point in this game, uh, you're going to have all hands on deck as usual. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised to see Max Scherzer come out of the right. bullpen at some point. Everybody who can pitch uh, is going to be out there if uh, Dave Roberts needs him in this game seven. So Logan Webb, by the way, has been great been in awesome. his home starts for the Giants. And if, if you want to make a case to bet the Giants in this game, I think you start with Logan Webb, and you look at his numbers and his home starts. Yep. Well, I mean, so overall in the season, I'll pull up his home numbers. For the season, though, too, he has been 303 ERA, over 140 innings pitched. How about a 279 expected fielding independent? Mm-hmm. Like, he has been absolutely unreal if you look at what he's done up to this point. And if you're looking at some of his home splits, like from an advanced standpoint, when Webb has been pitching at home this year, you're talking about an ERA, uh, ERA of 196 at home. Batting average against a 213 for him in those situations. All the Giants do is win when he starts at home. Yep. Yeah. He's been great. So it does seem like this is, again, and this has kind of been, for the most part, uh, some of these games a little bit of a lower-scoring series. This does seem to be something similar, right, where you're going to have two two pitchers on the mound who have been insanely consistent. You'll probably get a first five total that's really low, probably yeah. about three and a half or so between these two. And this is going to be one that comes down to, kind of like the other night, right, solo shot from Evan Longoria, just one little thing is probably going to make the difference between these two because Arias and Webb have been absolutely incredible up to this point. And I think the odds reflect it, too. This should be a pick, even with San Francisco. Yeah, a lot of times games like this come down to, like you said, one play. It's going to be a, a great defensive play, like Brandon C- Crawford's leaping grab yep. at shortstop the other night, things like that. 
typically decide game fives or game sevens. And uh, I've got a giant series bet. I did I did bet the Dodgers last night. I thought that was the spot to play them. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do with game five. I'll just pull for the Giants, I guess, to win that series bet. And probably not bet anything on the Dodgers. I don't have to at this point. But are you a Dodgers hater? You're an Angels fan. Do you hate the Dodgers? No, I don't really hate them. Okay. I mean, it's kind of, there's no real point, right, with the Angels and the way that they have been playing over the last five, <laughs> five to ten years. You hate the Astros? No, I, you know, huh? I do get up uh, I do get up for the freeway series. You know, I got to go to the freeway series, what, two years ago. Shohei Otani had a great play at the plate uh-huh. a couple of years ago. We were there for it. So, I do like those when they're playing against one another. I'll become a Dodger hater. But it's, for the most part, to watch a team like the Dodgers who had – not futility, but we're so close, right, to the end and could never get it for a while before last year. Mm-hmm. I think there's something, I guess, kind of admirable with how good they have been and consistently trying to win a title and finally getting it last well, year. Well, they spend the money. The Angels yeah. have the money. They don't spend it the right way. Yeah. Not uh, By the way, not that that was their first last year. I know that. Anyway, Dodgers-Giants, Game 7, Thursday night. Can't wait. Yes. How about this? The total at Circa and the Superbook, 6.5. Shaded over, minus 125. A 6.5 total. For game five, South Point's got the total at seven. And uh, like you said, it's basically a pick game, minus 105 or minus 110 each way, no matter where you look. Can't argue with it, man. The way that these two have been pitching, and they're going to give you, it looks like, some length, too, uh, in terms of at least five innings or more, which I think is something that you want at this point right now, especially for San Francisco, because they had to dip into the bullpen a little bit early yesterday. I guess. I, I guess. Uh, I was a little bit surprised Bueller only went into the fifth inning last night. Yep. I thought he was going to uh, pitch more innings than he did last night. Oh, we should also note, too, uh, yesterday, so there was a lot that went on in the world of sports, Major League Baseball as well. Uh, but while we were on the air yesterday, the Astros were in the midst of their battle with the Chicago White Sox. They put the finishing touches there. Uh, they will move on to the ALCS, mm-hmm. just beat the crap out of the White Sox, ultimately 10-1. to And also, the Giants and or Dodgers will be moving on to face... The Atlanta, the Atlanta Braves. Braves. Big win for the Atlanta Braves last night, 5-4. to four. It's still more afternoon for us, but regardless, Braves get a big win over the Brewers. And it's funny, the Brewers, the lineup finally shows up to a certain extent yesterday. Mm-hmm. The pitching is ultimately what lets them down. Yeah. How about uh, Josh Hader being the GOAT for the Brewers, yep. giving up the bomb to F- Freddie Freeman in the eighth inning. Braves win the game 5-4. And uh, now happy to see the Braves advance here because, uh, seriously, when – Acuna, when Acuna went down this summer, I thought I didn't think there was a chance they were going to win the division. Right, he he is the face of that team. I thought he made the lineup go. He and Freddie Freeman, and Freddie Freeman that was in and out of a slump for a while this summer. But Acuna is so valuable. I mean, you can make a case for that guy. He was on the MVP path at mm-hmm. that point, and the Braves end up winning the division, winning the series, getting to the uh, NLCS without Acuna. I think is a remarkable accomplishment. And they made a couple of good pickups along the way. But um, I, I'm looking forward to this. I'd like to see the Braves advance no matter what. The Braves have a lot of postseason frustration, JVT. Yes, they do. Yeah. Well, and I, I think what has been cool. A lot cool. of times they get to the playoffs or get to the NLCS, and that's where they get. And they, right. They get stoned, stone cold. And uh, even in the Greg Maddox years, they won one World Series. That was it, when they had all the, that great pitching staff in the 90s. Well, and I think this is what's been cool about this run for them up to the NLCS was, you know, and this is still a pretty effective offense, but this offense was really, really good with Acuna in the lineup. Now the identity has shifted toward this pitching staff is really solid, man. Like when you have guys at the top, the way that they have, that can hold opposing lineups down, whether it's Freed and Morton and Anderson, like they've done a really good job at the top with those three guys. And that's ultimately what held the Brewers down throughout Mm -hmm. this series. Now it's going to be tougher if it's a left, like a power lineup 
like the Dodgers have without left-handed hitting, or San Francisco Giants, really good defense and pitching as well. So that's going to be a little bit of a lower-soaring slog of a series. But I think either way, it's going to be fascinating to watch how they match up with either side of that because those are some pretty good matchups on both ends. Uh, no question about it. I, what do you think the series? I, no matter who wins the Giants-Dodgers series, Maybe I think favored. that team is favored. Dodgers are going to be more than a buck fifty. I'd, I'd say the Giants a minimum of a dollar fifty against Atlanta. I'll say dollar sixty-five for Los Angeles and dollar thirty for San Francisco. Really? Yeah, I think the Dodgers could be a little bit higher. I, I was going to go seventy-five, <laughs> but I didn't want to get too. You would think like a two-dollar favorite. Well, look what the Dodgers were against the Giants. That's a good point. The Giants yeah. had home field. Yeah, it's a really good I, point. I think the Giants. I think the Dodgers could be two dollars. Yeah, in that series. Yeah. Uh, this Braves team does deserve some respect, but the market really loves the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. And for good reason. They're an extremely good team, even with everything going on in terms of the injuries. And they were pushed to five games, so the market at least is a little too bullish because the San Francisco team, we'll see, it's going to be the case. Would you agree with the $1.30 ish price tag on San Francisco next yeah, round? Yeah, I think it could be a tick higher, but yeah, somewhere around $1.30 to $1.50. Yeah, not going to be insanely high there. All right, hey, this is my baby. Let's do this. <laughs> Everybody out there, we are less than a week away from the NBA season. So why don't you go out and get ready for all the action with the VEASAN basketball experts. Grab your copy of the VEASAN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoop, hoops experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, provide strategy and advice as well as predictions for it's, conference it's, winners. Wait a minute. Just read your own name in the promo? Yeah. Okay. Jonathan Von Tobel. <laughs> so winners, win totals, playoff team. You know, I've got the kid introducing himself with his full name now. They'll go up to strangers and be like, I'm Diego Von Tobel. Like, that's right, you are. <laughs> the digital guide's a must-have. So give yourself a betting edge this season. Get your copy now for only $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. By the way, if you're a vcin subscriber already, you already have access to it. So check that out. And thank you very much for the kind words and the feedback. Also, big news, Hardwood Handicappers podcast returns tomorrow. Oh, who's going to be the first guest? Tom Byrne from NBA Radio. Okay. All right, we'll be back. College football and much more here on The Edge. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's The Edge here on VSIN. A reminder for all of you, humans is getting ready. Get in on the Bellator 268 action for the Bellator with the Bellator MMA Prediction Challenge. Answer questions about how you think it will all go down on October 16th for your shot at up to $5,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash Showtime now to make your predictions before the fights begin. Who will be one step closer to claiming the light heavyweight throne? Don't miss the light heavyweight World Grand Prix semifinals on Saturday, October 16th, live on Showtime. Terms and conditions apply and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, guys. It's Wednesday, and it's time to do the numbers. Um, do the numbers. Do you think analytics are overrated? I don't give a damn what the analytics say. Sick of hearing about numbers? And analytics don't, don't, don't work, work at all. Bro. Too bad. Jonathan Von Tobel does the numbers on the edge. Get those numbers! Matt Newman's favorite time of the week, where we crunch numbers, have conversations, handicap games, use all that going forward. So, I can't wait to talk about the Arizona card. Well, I think I think this is pretty fascinating, it right? It's because a very interesting case. The Arizona Cardinals uh, are clearly, you know, surprising. Five and zero, last remaining undefeated team at this point right now, and from an offensive standpoint, extremely good, right? If you look at some of these, they're fourth in scoring at this point right now, thirty-one point four points per game, seventh in yards per play at six point three, eighth overall offensive grading by PFF standards at eighty point four. Kyler Murray. Incredible. I noted in the points for the weekly of this piece, best deep ball thrower in the National Football League at this point right now. 20 or more yards downfield, a completion percentage of 20, or excuse me, 69.6%. It's incredible. 22.2 yards per attempt on 20 or more yards downfield and four touchdowns. So there's a lot to like about the Arizona Cardinals. But there is one thing that has been bugging me. Played against it last week and was right in many, many, in many ways, but ultimately didn't work out. But the one thing that has really been bothering you about the Arizona Cardinals, if you've been watching them, is their defense, specifically their run defense, is abhorrent. It is terrible. And so let's look at the overall numbers at this point right now. If you're talking about yards per attempt on the ground allowed by the Arizona Cardinals, 31st in the National Football League, just under five and a half yards per carry. Yards per game on the ground, 28th Mm. in the National Football League at 139. And then you get to some of the deeper metrics, adjusted line yards per carry, a metric tracked by football outsiders. It's free. You can go check all those out. In terms of, let's simply put it, what their defensive line is allowing up to this point, 4.6 yards per carry, 25th in the National Football League. How about open field yards? 0.75 yards per carry. We're talking about 10 or more yards downfield. Second level yards, 1.9, almost two second level yards per carry. It's 32nd, dead last in the National Football League. And while you initially might think, humans, okay, well, it's a five-game sample size. Maybe this is something that, ah, it's just one bad performance. Every single opponent they have faced, save for one, 
has averaged at least 5.3 yards per carry against them. And actually, that would be Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans who had to get out of that running game quick because they were down in a really big hole. That's true. And then you go back and you realize, let's because I want to go back to week two. It was a game that you were on. It was the Minnesota Vikings. And this is something that I think is going to be a problem for them in this coming matchup with the Cleveland Browns. If you go back to that game, the Minnesota Vikings, Dalvin Cook ran for 131 yards on 22 carries. They had 177 yards total, and they averaged as a whole 6.6 yards per attempt. But it doesn't just end there. If you go to some of the deeper numbers for Minnesota offensively, Kirk Cousins on play-action attempts in that game, right? Eight of nine, 122 yards, 13.6 yards per attempt, two touchdowns, and no turnover-worthy plays. Yeah. Pick them apart. So, and this is why now, as we spin this forward, Pick them apart, it still lost the game because they missed a chip shot field goal at the end. Exactly. And what, would the perception of the Cardinals be a little bit different if they were four and one, and not five and zero? Oh? Every show I watch, everything yep. you read, NFL power rankings, Arizona Cardinals number one. I don't think the Cardinals should be number one. Uh, how many times, let's say in uh, in football? Can you say the number one team has a terrible run defense? Literally no, the worst. No, right? it, just, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> right. It's, if you've got a bad run defense, eventually you're going to get exposed. And I think that's what's going to happen to the Cardinals. And one of the reasons I thought the Vikings were probably going to beat them in week two, but they choked the game. Exactly. So now, this week, you get to face Cleveland. Cleveland, who, for those who don't remember, just went to Los Angeles. Again, actually, a team that is better than the Cardinals in terms of a lot of these defensive run metrics. Yeah. And rolled off 230 yards on the ground at 6.6 yards per attempt. Yeah. They are going to be able, to Cleveland, to do what they want with their ground game against the Arizona Cardinals. Number one rushing offense in the NFL, 188 yards per game. Against the worst run defense in the NFL. Right. And the only thing you're concerned about, there's always concerns any bet you make. Yep. You're never 100% confident in everything, and there's always pros and cons. The thing that bothers me about the Browns is their offensive line's a little bit beat up this week. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit more than uh, that, a little bit beat up. And Baker Mayfield, talking about play action, Baker Mayfield is bothered by an injury, too, and he's not at full strength. But I still think the, this matchup, you look at what the Browns did against the Chargers last week, I think this matchup is going to be a really bad one for the Cardinals. I think so, too. And look, Baker Mayfield, um, he has been above average this year, but not great, right? He's not as been as good as he, he was a season right. ago. But where he grades the best, if you're looking at PFF standards, it would be off of play action. 11.4 yards per attempt this year. Hasn't thrown a touchdown off of play action attempt, but has only committed one turnover-worthy play. When he is operating within this system, it's when he is most comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I think all of this comes together to put a really good case forward for the Cleveland Browns, especially when you're talking about laying the two and a half that's out there at Ultra Juices. You know, we'll talk about that. Right, The threes are starting to pop as well. But this just seems overall like a really good matchup for Cleveland. You mentioned the injury report, both tackles on the injury report. We want to make sure both corners for the Cleveland Browns are going to be out there in some form or fashion. Maybe not both of them, but you'd like Denzel Ward out there at MRI the other day. But I think overall, you know, a big matchup guy suits up pretty well for the Cleveland Browns this weekend against the Arizona Cardinals. I think so, too. And uh, I'm, I'm on the Browns already laying two and a half in this game. So it's tough. I, I actually think the... The most fascinating matchup of the week is Cowboys-Patriots. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm excited for that. There's a lot of good matchups this yeah. week, and this is pretty fascinating, too, because if you look at the New England Patriots in terms of what they've done this year from an offensive standpoint, average to below average, right? Like the basic numbers, if you're looking at it, in terms of scoring or yards per play, they're 19th in PFF's overall offensive grading, 26th in scoring, 27th in yards per play. Three of these seven games, or excuse me, three of their five games they've played under 17 points, all of them losses. But, and... 
I, I think this is more a symptom of shooting themselves in the foot as opposed to anything else. So right. you see some of these offensive issues for this team, right? Went over a couple of them, the scoring at 19.2 points per game. But I want to put your eyes on the two things at the very bottom there. Red zone scoring and red zone possessions. They average three red zone possessions per game so far, the New England Patriots. It's about average. They're 16th right now. But they're scoring touchdowns at just a 37.5% clip. That's really low. Right. That's really bad in the national football. You got to be able to score touchdowns at a higher rate than that. But even more so, digging through some of the numbers, humans, you know, I, what I noticed was this is a team that the Patriots, in terms of rushing play percentage on the year, just overall, right, 34.94%. So they are a pass first team almost every single time. Yet, when they get to the red zone, play calling from there completely changes. Mac Jones at this point right now has 25 passing attempts in the red zone. Running backs for the New England Patriots have 23 carries. All of a sudden, when they get to the red zone, they just shift. And it's a 50-50 split, and they change their <laughs> offensive philosophy. And I, it, to me, it's pretty crazy to see that dynamic of a shift once you get within 20 yards, right? I don't know if yeah. that's not trusting Mac Jones, whatever it is. But Jones has been doing pretty well. 70% completion in the red zone for touchdown. And Jones, for... Jones has been great. Right. You've been watching the game. And, you know, you might be able to find some numbers that indicate that he's not playing great. Uh, but to me, it's more about the play calling. Yep. And some of these numbers you're pointing out here on the Patriots in the red zone, I've watched every Patriots game, seen every play. Josh McDaniel's play calling leaves a lot to be desired. Uh, you've got to help out your rookie quarterback, not put him in tougher situations. Let's run the ball on first down, run the ball on second down, then throw it on third and eight. Uh, McDaniels could do a lot better. Mac Jones is ready. He can handle anything you throw at him right now. Yep, I would agree. And then now, as we look forward to this weekend, this sets up for you to potentially take advantage of a team that has been pretty weak in the red zone. Opponents against the Dallas Cowboys converted 66.6% of their red zone possessions into touchdowns. They are giving up 3.6 red zone possessions per game, which is, again, at the bottom of the league right now. They've been average in defense at best, 14th in scoring, 29th in yards per play allowed, second most yards after catch, which works into a short passing game like the Patriots have. This is, and again, we're down to three and a half now for this number, but four and a half earlier in the week. Like, I think this is, again, a pretty good matchup. If Josh McDaniels is going to kind of get out of his shell here a little bit, and by the way, Damian Harris is hurt, so maybe that forces them mm-hmm. to get out of their shell a little bit here in the red zone. There are things here that you can look at with the Patriots and be like, there's better offensive numbers out there for them, but they just tighten up in the red zone, and it's just got to be better, and I think they can do that here against Dallas. Yeah, I agree. Also, this is not part of the do the numbers, but I also like to bet against a team off three straight home wins. Yeah. And the Cowboys have really taken advantage of an advantageous schedule if you look at the last three games. All right, we got one more, right? Yeah, and I think this is more conversational than anything else because you can't really predict game plan for teams, but this is something we alluded, <laughs> alluded to in passing both on opening numbers and on Monday's show, but I wanted to put something behind this. Patrick Mahomes, the, the game has changed for him. Opposing defenses, they're not blitzing him anymore. If you look at this right now, so these are his uh, numbers when he is not blitzed on 87.4% of his dropbacks, by far career high in terms of not being blitzed at this point right now. If you look at completion percentage, it's fine. 68 yards per attempt is fine. But here's the thing, humans. All six of his interceptions have come when he has not been blitzed. He has only four big-time throws to five turnover-worthy plays. And one of the notes that I found pretty interesting on this was, if you looked at it throughout his career, over 87% of his turnover-worthy plays in his career have come when he has not been blitzed. Uh, and like this is Very telling. Yeah. Right. And so I think this is more of, look, can you predict this on a week-to-week basis? No. But I think if you're looking for issues on what's going on with Kansas City, it's their defense is awful, and they are last in turnover margin. And part of it is because Patrick Mahomes just isn't comfortable when he's not being blitzed. No, I think those are great numbers. Actually, the league had to adjust to Patrick Mahomes. Now he's going to have to adjust the way the rest of the league's defenses defend him. Yep. Yeah.
Last two games, he's been blitzed three times, and all three of those were just against Philadelphia. Yeah. Like, they're not going to do it anymore, no. man, and they got to figure that stuff out pretty quick. All right, on the other side, let's talk to Brian Edwards, college football handicapper, big slate in the SEC, big slate in college football. We'll discuss when we come back. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back. This segment of The Edge is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go, anywhere, and anytime so you never miss a minute of the game. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide so you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zen's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell, plus it's easy to use indoors or out making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zen comes in two strengths, so you can control your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers 21 or older. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zen.com. Now that's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Let's head out to the phone line. Welcome in Brian Edwards, college football handicapper, Vegas B. Edwards up on Twitter. Brian, it's always good to talk to you. Pretty loaded schedule in the SEC this weekend, so let's dive right in with the biggest one. Number one versus number 11, Georgia at home taking on Kentucky. Georgia right now 23-point favor with a total of 44.5, and they have just been suffocating teams, 10 points allowed in their last three games. Does anything change here with this defense against Kentucky? Well, Wandale Robinson is one of the best receivers in the country, and Will Levis, um, he, he had a couple of really good games early in the year. Then he kind of had a three-game slump, but he uh, looked great against LSU, and, and he's a big guy that can move now. Unfortunately for the Cats, their second-best receiver and their best receiver last year, Josh Ali, is very doubtful, and their two starting defensive tackles, Marquand McCall and Octavius Oxendine, are out. So those are – those are big blows. Um, look, if the number were to go to the key number of 24, I might take a little bit of Kentucky. I, I sort of lean their way. Um, definitely not laying the big number with Georgia. But with those injuries, if it doesn't get to 24, it'll probably be a pass for me. But, I mean, I may change my mind. It will it won't be a big play either way, and it would be Kentucky, if anything. Yeah, it was 24 a little bit yesterday, briefly, but mostly 23 and a half across the board. And I think if you want to bet Kentucky, you will see 24s again pop up by Saturday. There's just so many people who want to bet this Georgia team. And if you watch what Georgia did to Arkansas, it's hard to uh, disagree. I was on Arkansas that day. It was ugly. How about Alabama off a loss? Uh, You're going to play Bama first half? You're not going to play Bama at all. What do you think, Brian? 17-point favorite at Mississippi State. Yeah, you know, the Bulldogs have had two weeks to prepare. Um, it feels like a bounce-back spot for Bama, but we're still laying a huge number, and they clearly do not have the type of defense um, that they've you know had in years past. Um, now, the defense played well against Ole Miss, but, you know, Kiffin kind of, you know, and I know what he was doing. He, you know, he didn't want to make his defense keep getting stops, but all those failed fourth downs kind of, really were un, uh, the Rebels undoing in Tuscaloosa. But, but anyway, back to this game, you know, if, and I know there are some first-half numbers that are at 10. If it's 10 or fewer, I'm okay with a little Alabama there, but it won't be nearly as aggressive an, an Alabama first-half play as I have done in years past and a couple games earlier this year. 
Brian Edwards with us, Vegas Insider, Senior Handicapper at Vegas. B. Edwards up on Twitter. All right, let's talk Florida LSU. Your Gators are uh, double-digit favorites in uh, Death Valley. You probably didn't think that in the preseason. And, uh, in fact, I, I'm going to double-check what this uh, this line was in the summer when it was opened. But uh, LSU um, really beat up here, Brian. We were talking about the best offensive player, I think, is Boutte. The best defensive player is Stingley. They're both out. And LSU and Ed Orgeron now 11-and-a-half or 12-point home dogs to Florida. Yeah, I, th- I think in the uh, summer it was LSU one-and-a-half, if I remember right. But, yeah, like you said, you know, Stingley uh, and Boutte are out, but not just them. Uh, they found out today Eli Ricks, who was a third-team All-American last year, uh, he's now out for the season. Uh, Neil Farrell uh, remains out along with Miles Brennan and also Andre Anthony, who they lost him to a season-ending injury. Uh, after week three, he was leading them in sacks. So it's really, you know, I mean, literally their three best players in Ricks, Stingley, and Butte are gone and some other key players. So the personnel for Coach O – is just not there right now. Um, I think it's Florida or pass, but now that it's up to eleven and a half or twelve, you know, I don't, uh, I don't know that I recommend that. If you could have got it in at nine and a half or ten earlier mm-hmm. in the week, I think you probably would have been in good shape. But right now, it's probably a pass for me. Yeah, the uh, Westgate Superbook opened these numbers in the summer on the college games of the year. Opened LSU minus three. Yeah. It's now Florida minus eleven and a half or twelve, and also opened Bama minus twenty one and a half. It's now Bama. Minus 17. Get some other big differences in the uh, game of the year numbers from the Westgate this summer to what we're seeing this weekend. We'll talk about those later. Yeah. All right, Brian, let's go to some of the games uh, that are coming up this weekend as well. I want to go to Friday because I'm pretty fascinated with this Clemson-Syracuse matchup. Clemson coming off of a bye, maybe getting guys back like Justin Ross from injury. But what do we make of this? Because this is, if you look at some metrics like expected points added, the worst offense in the country taking on Syracuse, who has been a cover machine up to this point, 13.5 with a total of 44.5. Yeah, I hope Dino is going to retain his job because I thought he was a goner, but they played pretty good football. I mean, could have easily won either or both of these last two games. They lose an OT to Wake. They lose by three on a walk-off field goal to the Knowles. But like you said, 5-1 and one against the spread this year. They're playing good defense, number 21 in the country in total D. Uh, and they uh, are ranked 11th in the nation in rushing yards, offensively, that is. And, um, you know, Dabo and company, 0-5 against the spread. Now, they have had two weeks to prepare, but uh, I made Clemson an eight-point favorite in this game. And uh, until I see some offense out of the Tigers, uh, you know, I'm not going to turn down uh, 14 at home. Uh, But I I think the line's down to 13-and-a-half, so I would certainly buy the half point at the key number of 14 if uh, if any of your listeners are, you know, looking at 13-and-a-half. Yeah, they were – Plenty of 14s out there yesterday. Uh, What's up? You'll like this stat Mm -hmm. Uh, from ESPN. Five teams currently allowing less than one point per drive. Four of them, Georgia, Cincy, Iowa, and San Diego State, ranked in a combined 22-0. The other is Clemson. Mm -hmm. How about this? Westgate Superbook, college games of the year. Open this number, Clemson minus 30 and a half. (laughs) Now down to 13 (laughs) and a half. All right, Brian Edwards, let's talk about another Friday night game. Cal has been a really disappointing team in the Pac-12 Cal catching uh, 14 at Oregon. The Ducks without C.J. Verdell. Yeah, and that's not their only injury. They've got uh, injuries in the secondary, injuries at the linebacker position, and the Ducks are 1-4 against the spread this year, and only one win by more than seven 
over an FBS foe, and that was a non-cover and a 41-19 home win over Arizona. And Cal has been a disappointment, but they have covered in both road underdog spots and nearly pulled an upset at TCU. And they are now an incredible 12-1 and against the spread under Wilcox in their last 13 as road underdogs. And like you said, Verdell was having a big year, uh, five rushing touchdowns, uh, two uh, touchdown catches, 5.2 yards per carry. And Cal has only lost by more than seven uh, just once this year. So I will take the uh, the big underdog number with Wilcox and trust that his history as a road dog will come through in the spot. I'm with you on that one, Brian. I did not play the uh, Syracuse game, but I am on Cal plus 14 with you and that, uh, that Pac-12 dog. Uh, let's go to Navy, uh, Navy and Memphis. I can get through it. I speak for uh, a living. This is pretty interesting because Memphis uh, has not really been covering numbers, and yet the market driving this one up, Brian, six and a half was the circa open, and we're now up to ten and a half with a total of 56. So favor, move in favor of the favorite and the over. What is your read here? Yeah, this is always tough to prepare for it. All right, Brian, we're going to have to cut you off. Technology is fickle. We'll see if we can maybe reconnect here and get some final words of wisdom from him. It seems to be happening too much. What's going on? Is it windy? Maybe. The winter weather. How about that wind we had in Vegas two nights ago? Knocked the power out in my house for six hours. Did it really? Wow. Didn't affect me. It was just kind of, you know, dealing with the kid. Like, what's the scary noise outside? Like, it's just the wind. Relax. All right, All right. Brian, we got less to have. We got a little over 60 seconds. Give us Memphis and Navy in your read here. Yeah, I like uh, Navy. They've covered three in a row, all as a double-digit dog. And um, look, Memphis has lost three in a row. And I will go with Navy catching the big number. And I also like the over on A&M Missouri. The overs hit five straight from Missouri. They're dead last in run defense in the nation. All right, so Brian Edwards on Navy plus 10.5, A&M, Missouri over 59.5. Brian, we got time for uh, one more here. we got about 40 seconds left. Uh, this looks odd to me. It looks like an overreaction to make Nebraska a four-point favorite at Minnesota. Do you agree? Yeah, I like Minnesota plus four and a little bit on the money line. Uh, in 18 road assignments during Scott Frost's tenure, they are 4-14 four and 14. Straight up, 0-3 on the road this year as a road favorite under Frost. Uh, Nebraska's 2-4 and four, uh, against the spread. Minnesota's had two weeks to prepare, and this is the seventh game in seven weeks for Nebraska. I like the Gophers to win outright. Vegas B. Edwards up on Twitter. Brian, always good to talk to you, man. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Yep, you too. Vegas B. Edwards again. College football handicapper, Vegas insider. All right, we'll come back. We have best bets to update. Uh, we'll also go through quite a bit with CJ Cup. Coming up we got week. golf. We got football best bets, golf, and uh, let's talk Colts. How about Indianapolis Colts? Can't wait. It's on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get in on the Bellator 268 action for free with the Bellator MMA Prediction Challenge. Answer questions about how you think it'll all go down on October 16th for your shot at up to $5,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash Stoke Time now to make your predictions before the fights begin. Who will be one step closer to claiming the light heavyweight throne? Don't miss the light heavyweight World Grand Prix semifinals on Saturday, October 16th, live on Showtime. Terms and conditions apply and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I'll tell you Friday. <clears throat> Looking forward to it. You said who will be one step closer? I'll yes. tell you Friday. I like it. I like it. Um, let's get the best bets. No additions for me yet. Finishing up the card uh, today and tomorrow, so we'll probably have some more NFL um, additions, especially with uh, some practice reports coming out today, especially for like teams like Cleveland and whatnot. But Patriots plus four and a half against the Cowboys still on the card for me. So I want to take any more. Oh, well, Patriots going to be on my card too. I I thought it might go to five. It went the other direction yeah. down to uh, four, and which is a little bit of surprise. And actually, you're seeing three and a half out there now. So. Uh, I guess when it goes back to four, I'll grab the, and it will be, it will be four at some point. There's going to be a lot of public betting support for the Cowboys. I'll grab the four and the Patriots and uh, put that in there. It's, it seemed like there was going to be an overwhelming amount of support for Dallas in that spot. Yeah. And it, it looked like the number was trending towards five, but it didn't get there. So, so far I played the Eagles plus seven, Browns minus two and a half, and the Broncos minus three and a half. Now, if what they say about Rich Versace is true. He's the greatest leader of men you've seen in the last 30 years. And maybe the Raiders are going to rally and play well this week at Denver. I still think the Broncos off back-to-back losses are in a pretty good spot with that defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
which is going to cause Derek Carr some problems. The car has not been sharp the last two weeks. Let's face it. He was pretty bad against the Chargers and even worse against the Bears. Yep. Uh, so I think the situation sets up well for the Broncos. Uh, three and a half is the number right now. I, I wish I would have laid three on that, but uh, stuck with three and a half. I'm also, like I said, going to play the Patriots uh, like you did. I have not bet that yet, but I'll take the four. I'm undecided on this Packers-Bears game. Where are you looking? Well, it's going to be Packers or pass. Yeah, right. I'm definitely not looking at the Bears, but I don't know if I want to lay the four and a half. The 20 and five week. and 51 to 10 touchdown interception ratio. I don't make a habit of playing road favorites yeah. in the NFL. I just don't do it. Uh, but I, I have made a habit of betting against the Bears when Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre is a quarterback for the Packers. Hey, that's been a long time. It's about, about 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Packers have dominated. Some pretty that's good teams it, in there, man, defensively. College football, any additions? Yes, I do. Let's uh, look at the uh, college football plays I put up initially. Utah pick over Arizona State. Also have uh, Kansas State plus six over Iowa State and Nevada minus 14 over Hawaii. I do have a couple of ads. Now, Brian Edwards talked about this game, and I put this in uh, Point Spread Weekly as one of my plays. I went ahead and played it. Cal, California plus 14 at Oregon. And I'm also going to take the uh, ugly dog in the Big Ten this week. I played Purdue plus 12 against Iowa. Okay. There's, there's a lot of things that point to uh, a Purdue play this week. I think this is going to be one of those games. Now, don't forget, the Hawkeyes trailed Penn State 17-3 to before the quarterback, Sean Clifford, got knocked out. I will not forget because I had Penn State in game a little bit of the plus price after the first interception. Penn and, State uh, was on pace to win that game, like 30-14. to 14 <laughs> Yes. Okay, before he got knocked out. The fans stormed the field. Purdue's won uh, the last two. Over Iowa, Purdue's off a bye. There's a lot of things pointing to the underdog making this game a lot closer than people think this week. So I did. Those are two ads I have for today. I took uh, Cal plus 14 and Purdue plus 12. You also, you know, as we've talked about, Iowa, mm-hmm. one of the worst offenses in the country. All of these things. I mean, that you would think that the turnover differential, the wave of turnovers that they have gotten into, would eventually like subside at some point. It, you're right about that. I just don't think Iowa's going to blow many teams out right. unless they, they're 4 0 in turnover margin and every game they get two pick sixes like they did against Indiana, right? right? The Hawkeyes. But you have to give the Hawkeyes credit. That's the way they play defense. They force turnovers. Let's talk golf here for a minute. We did the long shot show yesterday with Brady Cannon and uh, Wes Reynolds, and I put that up on Twitter. And uh, I know Brady did too. And I think the VSIN account, if you want to watch the show on uh, YouTube from yesterday, the CJ Cup is in Vegas for the second year in a row. JVT last year was at Shadow Creek. This year it's at the Summit Club out in Summerlin. It's up on the side of the uh, Red Rock Mountains. At the Summit? Yeah. Well, that's what's the geography the Summit. I haven't been out to the course yet. I'll be out there Friday to watch some of this golf. It's going to be good. you got 24 of the top 30 players in the world rankings out there this week. So it's, it's, it's a big-time field in Vegas. Uh, this week, and this is, by the way, Colin Morikawa's home course. Yeah. It's a home game for him. None of these other guys, very few of these other guys have even played it. I said none of the other guys who live outside of Vegas, I don't think have played it. Uh, some of the guys who live in Vegas, I have up here as uh, plays this week. I've got Morikawa. He went up to 16-1 to at Circa, so I played him at 15-1 to and 16-1. to Maverick McNeely, who lives in Vegas, 65-1. to Aaron Wise, who lives here at 72 to 1, a former Oregon player. McNeely played at uh, Stanford. Wise at Oregon. Uh, I also played Louis Oosthuizen at 30 to 1. Oosthuizen played well uh, last week at the uh, Shriners Open at TPC Summerlin. 
He was actually top 15 at 15 under. Uh, Leishman, probably the best iron player on the course last week in Summerlin. He's also a very good wind player if it's windy out there. He went 19 under last week in Vegas. He was 8 under on Sunday. Aaron Wise was a top 10 player. Harry Higgs was a guy who was in the top 30 last week. Uh, he was a 12 under. I played a bomb here, JVT. Harry Higgs at 250 to 1. And after I bet that, Jeff uh, Davis at Circa raised him to 300 to 1, so I bet it again. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Morikawa at uh, 15 and 16 to 1. Ustazen 30. Leishman, I got a 46 to 1 and 55 to 1. I bet him twice as well. Maverick McNeely, 65, Wise, 72, and Harry Higgs at 250 and 300 to 1. Also, I bet Morikawa, top 10 finish at plus 250. Uh, the winning score under 267.5, which is uh, would be 21 under. That was at the Westgate Superbook. Mm-hmm. And uh, matchups, I got one. I played Morikawa plus 110 over Xander Shoffley. Uh, I was talking about this with Brady and West yesterday. Morikawa should be the favorite in this tournament, and he's the fourth choice. This yeah. is his home course. DJ, JT, Xander, they have not played this course really until this week. Uh, Morikawa should be the favorite, so I think there are value in those numbers. So big golf tournament in Vegas starts tomorrow morning. Vegas, golf hotbed, right? Huh? Two weeks in a row. Yeah. yeah, Shriners and then this one. CJ Cup, sounds like a great field too. Worth checking in on, especially as you check out everything else in the sporting world. All right, let's get back to the National Football League really quickly before we get out of here. I know that this was something you were interested in in terms of the AFC South, which has not been the most um, dominant division up to this point right now. And I will tell you this, because I feel like this is where you're going. Mm-hmm. When the Colts were up and driving for a 14th or for a 14 nothing lead over Baltimore, and I had already kind of had these feelings about Indianapolis just given the division around them. Right. I still don't. I would not punt on Indianapolis no, in terms of winning this division. You can't. Right? This division's still open. Yep. Now, you see this from Frank Reich, of course, after the uh, loss to Baltimore. Quote, painful, painful loss. We're early in the season. We have a strong group of men as leaders who have the kind of substance that can overcome the mess that we put ourselves into here. (laughs) I'm confident in the direction we're headed. I think you have to, too. And especially, you know, a lot of doubters for Carson Wentz. Not that they're all gone. Wentz looked pretty comfortable for Indianapolis on Monday night. No, I thought he looked great. Yep. I mean, he he accomplished something. We talked about this on yesterday's show. He put himself in a category with uh, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, and Johnny Unitas with uh, what he did throwing for 400 yards against a pretty good Ravens defense. Not not a, obviously, I think, still living off reputation a little bit. The Ravens are not the same defense they were mm-hmm. in most of uh, the recent years. But I want to look more at the Colts here because I think this division, a lot of people are going to overreact. I think you have to look at – what the Colts did to get that 22-3 lead at Baltimore, I think that makes a positive statement about the potential of uh, what they can do. Not many teams can go in there and, and lead the Ravens by three touchdowns, essentially, on the road. But the Titans are 3-2, and two, Texans and Colts 1-4, and four, Jaguars 0-5. Let's be realistic. Texans and Jaguars have no shot to win this division, mm-hmm. right? It's the Titans and the Colts to the end. And right now the Titans have a two-game lead with – 13 games to play. That's plenty of time for the Colts to catch up and win this division. I thought that uh, Carson Wentz looked really good. Let's say you get T.Y. Hilton back. Colts have – it's been chaos for the Colts really the last couple months with injuries, and they have not been close to full strength. Yep. I think once you get this Colts team close to full strength on the field, you're going to see uh, some really positive results. And uh, as I noted in that graphic, you can see it up there, the Reich stuff. 2018. 
Frank Reich's first year with the Colts, the team started one and five, won nine of the last ten games to reach the playoffs. So I remember he's, fondly. He's been there before. He's done it. I think this Colts team is going to go on a run. If you, if you give me three to one or better, I think right now, what are we looking at? Bet MGM's got the Colts at plus 260. Yep, in the range of three to one. Yeah. If you can find three to one or, or a little bit better, I would bet the Colts to still win the AFC South. I think they can do it. And here's the other aspect of this as you look forward for Indianapolis and you compare it to Tennessee. By the way, I know just like me, I don't think you have a lot of respect for the Titans no. either, right? We, we, we yeah. have called them. The, remember, they're, paper remember the, the Paper Titans. It's been like five years now that we, that we have called them that. It originated on the show. Tell you this, though. The easy part of the schedule starts now. You get four matchups left for Houston, Jacksonville. You get the Jets on that schedule. The Colts have something going for them. My guys in the desert coming up next. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.